We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Hit the guys up on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. High snap ball is now kick is up. Plenty of distance. The kick is good. It is good. Army 24, Missouri 22. Army wins the 2021 Armed Forces Bowl on the final play of the game. A 41-yard field goal. Oh, what a finish. Cross courts at corner right to Robinson. Earl. Slot right Dort. Weaving and ducking down the lane. Whips it to Baisley for the dunk. Lugans Dort sets up Baisley. That may be finishing touches tonight, baby. He dribbles out. A dominant 108-94 Thunder victory tonight at Paycom Center. Harkless down the lane. Kick back. Gold Swing it, Mo. Corner three. Got it again. Gibson again. He's a Mojomatic. And the Sooners will dribble it out and they will head to Christmas with a W. Oklahoma will get win number 10. Final score tonight in Norman Sooners 72, Alcorn State 48. Happy holidays, everyone. Soon it'll be Christmas Day. Is it going to be Christmas music all morning? Is that the deal? Coming back from break? Yeah. Do you not want that? Are you sick of it? Grumpy nah, elf? I just feel like we need a little something more like a little more uh, uh, get upbeat, get people's juices flowing. All right, today, fine. You, know, a little something. fine. you flip the script now. This is what I'm talking about right here, TJ. I don't know about Am you, I at I the good. pool at uh, Cancun? I don't know about you, but I feel good. Thursday morning, December 23rd, Zero in the Morning Show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Mr. Worldwide and TJ Perry alongside. I'm not exactly sure what kind of language is in this song, so I'm going to go yeah, ahead and fade yeah, it I'm out now. Pump out <laughs> fade that out. I don't know about you, but I feel good. Are you a big Pitbull fan, TJ? No. You strike me as a big Pitbull oh, fan. Like, I, like Pitbull is one of those... Like that, like you're at a pool at a resort or something, and they're playing yeah, that, and sure. people act like they like Pitbull. Pit Otherwise, they don't listen to Pitbull. You know, you and Katie around the house don't rock a little Pitbull or anything like no. that. No, you're getting dinner ready. Or no, and I don't like believe that. any anyone does. I don't think anyone does. Not even Pitbull's mom, Pit Mama. Huh. All right, very good. He's just good for like uh, we, New Year, Ryan Seacrest New Year's Eve shows and the pools uh, in a, a nice resort. That's what he's good for. You, my friend, I'm going to give you a New Year's resolution, okay? No, everybody's no I'm not going to take resolution. your music New Year's resolution if it means more pitbull. You need to be, you need to be less of a music snob. 
I'm not you're, a music snob. A, I just like what I like, like everyone else does. Music snob. You're a snob. You are. It's okay to like what you like, but you need to have an appreciation for all of the art. If it's crap, it's crap. Okay. Coming up at two o'clock over here on the third pool, we've got water aerobics. Come over and join us for water aerobics. Nobody knows what you're talking about because most people can't afford to go to these fancy resorts that you go to. <laughs> All right, we got stuff going on today. Uh, 2.30 today, you've got the Frisco Football Classic. This is the second bowl game in Frisco. Uh, North Texas against Miami of Ohio. North Texas, uh, you think they spent the night in Frisco, or do you think they got up this morning and drove, TJ? What do you think? Um, they fly to Denton, or do you think they drove over? Drove over. I mean, they fly to Frisco from Denton, no. or did they? No, I'm going to guess a uh, van, big van. Everybody just uh, try to find somebody who's got a parent that's got a car. <laughs> right. Who can give rides. We're all leaving the uh, dairy queue at uh, 10 a.m. Everybody line up with your headlights on. <laughs> I'm sure the North Texas Mean Green are excited to be in a bowl game. I'm sure they are. But when it popped up they were going to Frisco, they had to be like, you got to be kidding me. Frisco? Can't they uh, it's right. switch suddenly and head over and take Texas A&M spot? Weren't they in the Gators? <laughs> no. They Rutgers need to be able to is do going that. there. Oh, that's right. Rutgers did take that spot with their 5-6 and six record. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> They're now in a better bowl than North Texas. Texas a What do you think about Texas A&M pulling out of that? I think they... Uh, I, uh, if it was anybody else, I would not think twice about it. But since it's Texas A&M, for some reason, it irritates me. Well... Someone told me this, and I said, I hadn't thought about that. I just, you know, when I heard it, I'm like, it seems like Texas A&M move. But they said, huh, your quarterback transfer, suddenly everyone's got COVID and you can't play in a bowl game. Is this to keep them from getting embarrassed because they don't have a quarterback? I was like, yeah, that's a good point. So. Have you seen the facilities they've got down there in College Station? They're tremendous facilities. They're unbelievable facilities unbelievable. they've got down there. Uh, so today you've got North Texas. <laughs> I guarantee you that popped up. They were going to the Frisco Bowl. They're like, I live in Frisco. <laughs> My fourth girlfriend's over there. I'm in Frisco all the time. Uh, Frisco, uh, they're taking on Miami of Ohio. Then tonight you've got the Gasparilla Bowl, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. And we've got an SEC team, again, Florida, taking on UCF tonight. This game's sold out, by the way. It's down in Tampa. The SEC's 0-1, TJ. Missouri lost to Army on a last-second field goal. Good game. That was a good game last night. I've watched uh, two bowl games this year that I've sat there and said, why do I have this on, and then been intrigued by both of them. So that was, uh, that was fun last night, watching them win that. You know what the injustice of yesterday was, TJ? The greatest injustice of yesterday? I don't know about greatest injustice. That's silly of me to say. I'm sure there was some here. No Pro Bowl for Creed Humphrey. How about that? I saw unacceptable in an uproar, and I don't blame you. That is redonkulous. 
Creed Humphrey, the best center in the game this year, by all measurements, doesn't get a Pro Bowl invite. Is this, you think, yeah, you think Lincoln did this somehow, TJ? You think Lincoln behind the scenes made a call? And it's probably his fault, don't you think? I would, I would venture to guess that's probably true. Yeah. How about that shirt I sent you a picture of last night? That guy was wearing. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, people are way more creative than uh, than I am. So there was a dude at the game last night that had a T-shirt on that said. This is my ugly Christmas T-shirt, and it had a picture of Lincoln Riley on it doing the <laughs> USC two-finger thing. People, people, people. Okay, Sooners win last night, 72-48 over Alcorn State. They're the Braves. OU shoot 60%. Mo Gibson had 17, made five threes. Sooners finished the pre-conference part of their schedule 10 and 2. And we chatted with uh, Coach Moser after the game. Coach, what'd you think tonight? You know, I thought um, we wanted to be aggressive. And, um, you know, because they, we talked about it in pregame, they, they try to slow you down. They run a long possession. You see all the long possessions yeah. they had, and we, we were guarding them. And um, I didn't want to get tight. So, but we, we started out the game like 0 for 7 from 3. And I, but I look, when you look at it as a coach, you, you ask yourself, are they good shots? And I thought we were getting open shots. We were moving it. I thought we were moving it in space. We had 18 assists. We could have had 25, 26 assists, the way I thought we were spacing it and moving it. Um, so uh, I thought our defense was, was really good at times. Um, I thought, he, you know, when the game got open, I think the last seven or eight minutes, I think we had a bunch of defensive breakdowns, but that happens. We were up, you know, 30, and um, but I'm still a perfectionist. I was we, we messed up three ball screen coverages in the middle with some of the subs, and uh, I kind of lost my mind. But, um, you know, overall, I thought the guys moved it. They're sharing it. I mean, they're, yeah. they're spacing it. And uh, we call it .5. Like, the ball doesn't just stick in your hands. If you get it, you got your shot, or, or keep moving it. And uh, I thought we were doing that tonight. Your, your assist numbers all year, you point out 18 tonight, have been off the charts. It's something your team has been good all year. Mo Gibson makes five threes tonight. He leads you in scoring with 17. What a weapon this guy is for you. You know, it's, it's crazy because he, he's, he's different than a lot of guys I've coached because he started, I think he might have missed his first four. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there going, God, is this going to be one of those games where, you know, if he just keeps going and missing and thing, but you just got to let him keep going. And when he finds it, then he found it, you know, and uh, he's got such a torch. And uh, what I liked about him is that he had a couple in the flow that he that he passed out. Uh-huh. That when you know, and then it came back to him and he got one. But and then he had a couple more he hit. And um, I thought he I thought his shot selection was good tonight. Those guys are different, aren't they? There's some guys when when you miss three or four in a row, you're like, you know what? Maybe tonight, let's be a passer. But a guy like Mo, are you ever tempted to kind of shut him down a little no, bit, or do you just you know, the next just, one? Could... It just depends. It all like in close games, it's time and score. Mm-hmm. Like both Utah State and Butler, we're up ten with like four left. You don't need a twenty-five footer in transition, right? Then, but Mo can hit those shots during the course of the game. That's the only thing. And I tell you, these Oklahoma fan bases are—I'm um, telling you—you're you're open to two of the elite shooters. Taylor Robbins, I mean, she is unbelievable. Yeah. Her torch is unbelievable. She comes down in transition and she gets lost, and then she just you just think it's going in every time. And then on the men's side, you got Mo, who, who's very similar. You got two people who have a quick, quick trigger where you think it's going in almost every time you shoot it. How do you handle the next nine days with your team? So um, I'm a big 
proponent of, of letting them have a couple of days off uh, with Christmas with their families. I just, it's a long season. These guys have been here this summer. They've been going. Thanksgiving, they, you know, they were here. Um, so I, th- we're, we're, we're letting them off. They're, they're off 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th. We come back the 27th. We're practicing the 27th. So, um, you know, let them go home and uh, just regroup, you know. And there's, we talk about the season's kind of broken up, and we came together this summer. That summer is a segment, and I'm bi- I'm so process oriented. But that summer was really big on doing a lot of things, getting stronger, coming together, know each other. Then you have your preseason, you know, they're back in fall. Then we go through boot camp, and you have all that preseason. That's another segment of your process. Then you start games, and you have your non-conference. Now we have that behind us. Now the next segment is your conference race, and that is is what we've got to look at these next five days as coaches. And what are we going to do better? And because uh, this this league is unbelievable right now and we've got to take care of the ball we're, we're turning the ball over to high clip and it's just not like our teams um i think it's happened when we've gotten big leads yeah we've gotten a little sloppy yeah um so you know this there, i think there's six of the top 25 teams forcing turnovers in the country think about it there's 359 teams there's six of the 10 that are in like the top 30 forcing turnovers wow so we've got to we've got to really talk about taking care of the ball when we come back You've watched this league from afar for a long time. Are you, are you excited about embarking yeah. on Big you know 12 play? I'm, I'm excited about it's doing so well. You know, I retweeted a tweet by the Big 12 Conference. It's it's like the average net is in the 30s. Mm-hmm. The next conference average net is in the 70s. That's a big jump. I mean, you're talking about the number two average net. Yeah. I mean, this league, top to bottom, bar none, is the best league in college basketball this year. It's not even close. I mean, just look at all the teams that are ranked. Look at all the teams that aren't ranked doing well. And uh, so, yeah, you want to pl- you want to play your best. You want to be getting better. You want to get opportunities. You know, I came I came here. I know it's going to be a gauntlet, but I came. I, I, I'm loving being in a position to where it's you're going to have a lot of opportunities to get great wins, mm-hmm. and that's that's what you want. You want to keep because you want to build your resume so you can get into March, get better as a team, and get opportunities to 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 play games that'll help you get in the NCAA tournament. Congratulations on the win. Great non-conference, ten and two record is fantastic. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! I hope Joe, you're able Merry to Christmas to everybody enjoy out there. it a little bit and disconnect from drawing up plays and everything for a little bit and uh, get back. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back tonight and I'm, before I take a Christmas break, I'm going to go back and I'm going to talk to my son Jake about how to throw a lob pass. <laughs> it's he, hard he, he to overthrow threw, Rick. I, it is hard to overthrow Rick, <laughs> and you know he, he he hasn't he hasn't had a target like that in his life. And he he threw. He's like he overshot it by about three feet. And, uh, uh, come we on, Dad. We scored, we scored tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were just in the locker room. I'm like Jake, I go, Rick, could you have not caught? that he looks at jake and we all started busting out laughing <laughs> that's you know, great i love that he tried it though love that he tried thank it. you coach right, appreciate guys. it merry yeah, christmas merry to christmas you. come on a lot jake. of fun to talk to <laughs> it's funny he throws an alley-oop to rick and i mean it wasn't just barely off his fingertips it was like three feet over rick's head fully leaping above the rim rick asanza and it was three feet over his head and out of bounds. You know all weekend it's going to be like at the dinner table. Hey, Jake, can you throw me a oh, roll? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just hand it to me. Just hand it to me. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's pretty good. Nah, he's he's fun to listen to. Uh, he, 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 you know, obviously he's a really good coach. But uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed the opportunities pregame, postgame to chat with him and the insight he's willing to share with uh, – you know, offensively, defensively, all that kind of stuff. Um, always refreshing, I think, for fans, certainly for, 
for us in the media, but I think fans enjoy it as well. So that's uh, great. And a 10-2 and two mark for a team that had three players when he took over is really good. And I think if you're a Sooner fan, you're pretty encouraged by what you've seen so far out of this team. Now, he's right. They're about to embark on a gauntlet. It always is, and it is again this year. And it's going to be 18 games of knock-your-teeth-out basketball, home and away. And we'll see if they can uh, get enough dubs to get themselves an NCAA tournament invite. Protect the home court. Steal two or three when you can, when the opportunity presents itself away from home. That's always the formula in Big 12 play. Protect the home court. See if you can get some on the road whenever you get you get down to that last four-minute stretch and the game is in the air. Go get one on the road. Those are gold. But they're going to start at home. Kansas State, bottom of the league, at home to open Big 12 play on New Year's night. Put it in the must-win category. Oklahoma's got to win that game at home January 1st, 7 p.m. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. There would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. Welcome back, everybody. The two peppiest guys in radio back with you, Toby and TJ. It's the T-Row in the morning show on The Wrap. Hope you're doing good on this Thursday morning drive. It's our brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Um, you wanted me more upbeat and peppy. Quit playing Christmas music, you said. Mr. Grinch no, no, no. over here. I didn't say anything about your peppiness or your upbeat. You said step it up. Let's go. I'm stepping it up. <laughs> Saxon Realty Group, they'll step it up for I'm, you, put money in your pocket, thousands and thousands of dollars for their eight ninety nine listing like fee. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. I'm fine with the Christmas music. I've, I really am. I was just looking for an excuse to play uh, Pitbull's I Feel Good. That's all. And I got it, I got it in, so you can go right back to the Christmas music now. No, no, no. That's I knew dead that and was, gone I, until I, next Christmas. I heard that song yesterday, and I thought, you know what? i got to play this on the show. It's going to drive TJ crazy. He's going to hate this so much. Dr- uh, so uh, I got it in now. Drake would not play it for me last week, but I brought up the fact that I heard um, on uh, the 90s on 9, uh, MC Hammer's Have You Seen Her? And uh, I've been singing that in my head for a week. So I can't get on to you too much about Pitbull. So... I mean, MC Hammer Tell is me, have you seen her? an American music icon. <laughs> I have no problem with you ever dropping some MC Hammer on this show. Okay, all right. Well, we may get to that here in a little bit. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, Texas, A&M, or Texas to replace A&M in a bowl game. Why would they pick a 5-7 and seven team? Well, I think it's Rutgers, right? I mean, as determined, it's Rutgers, isn't it? It is Rutgers. Okay, that's what I thought I saw. And you have to pick a 5-7 and seven team because all the six-win teams already are in bowl games. Right. 
we had to add a bowl game to get all the six win teams in. So uh, you either have to add a five win team, or replace them with a five win team, or ask a team to play two bowl games, which was under consideration last year, and probably was under consideration this year. I don't know. Maybe one of these teams that has already played. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask BYU to turn around and play again or something like that. I saw somebody. But uh, they ended up going with uh, Rutgers. I- I'm sure it's tricky, too. Like, who's in a position where they can do this? Most people have shut down for the semester. If you're not in a bowl game, you haven't been practicing. Guys have gone home. You know, so finding a team that says, yeah, we're willing to start up the engine again and play a football game even though we thought we were done, is hard. Hopefully it just it doesn't affect the playoffs. I know Saban and some others have said, and that, that are in that, have said they've gone to like strict protocols right now. But boy, there's a lot of teams and a lot of sports dealing with it. NHL, and uh, we've seen what happened in the NFL over the last weekend. Uh, the only court show worth watching ever was Night Court, is what this texter says. Well, I did watch Night Court. I forgot about that. I did watch Night Court. Bull. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a comedy. That was not uh, in the same uh, genre as much. No, I've never seen a Judge Judy. Should I see a Judge Judy? Would I enjoy it if I watched it? Or um, is do you this like a, a grumpy, whole, like, cranky old lady yelling at department people? Justice kind of a thing. Your, your wife's all into... That you, I, you guys have kind of a theme in your house. You've got the Judge Judy. You've got the uh, not twenty twenty. What is it? Dateline. Like oh, we watch twenty twenty two because sometimes we say, "Huh, this episode of twenty twenty, we've already seen the Dateline episode on this, but we still watch it." Justice again. is a big theme in your house when it comes to your television. That's why we love Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. Is very much mm-hmm. it's it's a frontier justice. That's right, but it's still justice. <laughs> That's a little too much thinking for me. Like trying to figure out who's right and who's wrong. I can handle it every once in a while, but I'm pretty much sympathetic to everyone involved, you know. So uh, I'm like, just find me something. Sign me a Seinfeld episode. A 30 Rock or a Seinfeld or something silly I can fall asleep to. Well, we do that. We watch the Young Sheldons and some different silly shows and Survivor. But even the whole time you're watching Young Sheldons, Survivor is very much a justice show. You're voting somebody off to see, like, who (laughs) reigns. Even Young Sheldon, the whole time she's watching it, she's saying, man, I hope this guy grows up to be a judge someday so he can bring justice. (laughs) She doesn't say that at all. Oh, yeah. She just doesn't tell you. Uh, neither one of us are going to be able to answer this, but I'll read the person's text uh, just so they don't get upset with this. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Apologies if this has already been discussed, but do you guys have any thoughts on the Deshaun Brown situation? Defensive end from Choctaw. Do you have any thoughts? No. Yeah, I don't either. Um, the guy- I assume this is a, a recruiting. It's a recruiting thing that I have no idea. I'm sure it's probably some big thing, and uh, Coach John or someone that's really heavily into recruiting that gets angry at me when we when we don't know what we're talking about with recruiting will text yeah. me and be like, "Ah, oh, you idiot! Everyone knows this," um, but I have no idea what they're talking about. So, 
Did no he clue. Com- I, maybe he committed last night. I, I don't know. I just said I have no clue. No clue. We've got no clue. Uh, the guy who sent you that list today is Festivus. So he was just airing his grievances. <laughs> it's Festivus, so he's just airing his grievances. Um, is that what that was? i tell you, I would know more about recruiting if uh, Kerry Murdoch and his guys on their podcast would get to the recruiting talk faster. I got to sit through 45 minutes of Kerry Murdoch and Eddie Radosevich giving me their thoughts on what OU should be doing offensively and defensively before I get to any recruiting talk. So sometimes I just give up on it. If they would talk recruiting on their recruiting podcast, I would uh, know more about recruiting. There's my rant. Doesn't Sorry. Parker Thune have a uh, recruiting podcast that you can listen does to? Does he? I'm sure he does. What at is this it? Point. Uh, maybe he doesn't have a podcast, but jump in the Twitter spaces with him that he's on every night. I'm not night. jumping in Twitter spaces. <laughs> I, dropped about, I talked about this the other day. I asked Gabe on the way down to Frisco. If you jump in a Twitter space, because I don't even know what these Twitter spaces are. These are new, right? Uh, fairly new, yeah. Well, okay. the explosion around here is fairly new, yeah, within the last few weeks. There was the the, the pre-signing day, post-signing uh-huh. day, pre-who's going to be our head coach, all that kind of stuff. We had a bunch of Twitter spaces going on. And I asked Gabe, because I've seen him, and I've been interested in knowing what's being said in a couple of them, but I don't know... If I jump in there, if people know that I jump in there. They do. So I asked Gabe, do people know? Like, can I join anonymously, or does everybody know, oh, look, Toby Rowland's in here? And he said, yeah, people will know if you go in. That's uh, And so I don't, I don't get in there. I'm with you. And so I don't know much about the Twitter spaces either, but, you know, Travis and Parker, and they've been pulling in these recruits that are jumping in with them, and George Foreman was on one day, jumped in with them out of nowhere, and, all these things George are happening. Foreman. Yeah, the boxer. The heavyweight yeah, champion. The heavyweight of the world. champion of the world jumped in at one point and they've had all these people and so I clicked on it one day and I'm like, I gotta just see what this is about. And when I clicked into it, I realized that I went public like it was like my name was up there and I'm like I went into a panic and I don't know why. Oh, and I'm like ah! Eject! Eject! And I quickly, <laughs> I quickly got out of there and laid my phone down and ran to the other room with my phone in the other room. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh man, someone saw me in there. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, seriously, if Parker's got a a, a podcast uh, that's all about recruiting, I would listen to it. I just don't know what it is. I want a Josh McQuistion only podcast over there at Sooner Scoop. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and Bob, Bob Prisbillo, Josh McQuistion, all pod, all recruiting all the time. Uh, 7.33 in the morning, we'll be back. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. There would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. But tell me, where could she be? Have you seen her? I'm looking for that special love. Oh, love. In the middle of the role that he was on, you know, 
was flabbergasting. You know, you remember that? They're like, holy cow. Right. Hammer just dropped a ballad. <laughs> Wasn't a drop in anything back then. It all came out at the same time on a CD. But <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. What a star. MC Hammer. What a star. Did you ever have hammer pants? Never had the hammer pants, but I did try to dance like Hammer uh, back in the day. I wasn't very good at that either, but um, no hammer pants. By the way, the uh, kid that they asked us about, tragic situation, so it was not necessarily a recruiting thing. So, Oh, no? um, Really? Yeah, Richard called off the air, let me know some details. I guess he was in a – he's committed to Oklahoma State, and back in March, apparently major car accident. Other person was killed driving over 100 miles an hour. Um, I think he thinks that he said he just found out about it last night. Thinks Oklahoma State is going to hold to their scholarship for him, and he's not going to be uh, served time because he was tried as a juvenile. But I mean, so I guess it's a wild story. I don't don't know a lot of details other than that. So I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, about I hadn't it. heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we we went down the complete wrong path. Right, wrong, one, wrong we? path. Yeah, so apologies. Yeah. Uh, I have in front of me a depth chart for the Alamo Bowl, which is now less than a week away, TJ. And um, this is of note. I don't pay much attention to these after the first one of the year because, you know, they don't get changed much, even if you change some starters here or there. At least under Lincoln Riley, the depth chart stayed the same. But we've had some opt-outs, and so this was worth looking at yesterday. You've got uh, you've got that entire defensive line other than Jalen Redman that has opted out. So the listed starters are Jalen Redman, Isaiah Coe in the middle, and Reggie Grimes on the outside. And then at... Uh, Rush end where you would have Nick Benito, Marcus Stripling listed as the starter. Uh, linebackers Deshaun White, David Aguebu, and no Brian Osamoa there either. Secondary looks pretty normal. DJ Graham and Woody Washington at the corners. Pat Fields, DTY at the safeties. Justin Broyles at nickel. But it's that front seven where there's been some shuffling. I would expect... Uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, disappointed that we're not going to get to see uh, all these guys on the defensive line. The fact that the whole group of them opted out, it hurts. And that was your most effective unit maybe on the whole team. And um, But they made their decision. So I am excited that we get to see some more of some of these guys, like Reggie Grimes who had a nice season, but was behind Isaiah Thomas, and uh, so playing time was limited. Ethan Downs, I'm going to guess we're going to see a significant amount of the freshman, Ethan Downs. Um, Josh Ellison, who we saw some of, but I think he's probably going to play more. So uh, that'll be good. That'll be good to see if those guys can emerge as somebody to be excited about or more excited about going into next season um need to and we'll start doing this next week when monday rolls around you're going to get mike jorgensen on the color analyst from oregon uh start hearing some more from their coaching staff and 
and uh, becoming more familiar with the Ducks and what their team looks like because they've had a bunch of opt-outs too, including their best player, obviously, on defense, Kayvon Thibodeau. So uh, we'll get more familiar with what the challenge is here. But I don't know, Teach. It's a it's been such a weird lead up to this game with the coaching change, opt outs, which are becoming unfortunately more of a norm. Fewer practices than you would normally have. You heard Bob talk about that the other day. Uh, there hasn't been these spring-type practices where a lot of times youngsters get a chance to get some playing time. They're going to have practices once they get down to San Antonio, I think starting on uh, Christmas Eve uh, this, uh, well, tomorrow, I guess they travel down, tomorrow evening, I think. So they're going to start getting after it then. But, I mean, they have by the time next Wednesday rolls, it will be a month and a day since they played a football game with – very few practices, and a defense that looks significantly different. So that's concerning, right? I mean, the, the, the only positive there is I think Oregon's in the same boat. Pretty much copy and paste what's happened to OU. That's what's happened to Oregon since they last played a football game. Yeah, and maybe people will be angry at me when I say this about this game. Go ahead. I'm just in it for the fun. Like, everything that's gone down, the coaching change, guys opting out, transfer portal, wondering if Caleb was still going to be here by the time this game got here. There's been, like you said, there, there's so much that's gone on. This game for me, I'm not, like, this isn't, I don't think, a springboard for anything. I don't think it's a. You know, last year, Florida, like, there seemed to be a measuring stick, and you were going into the season where everybody touted Oklahoma as one of the teams coming in uh, to this season and a, a potential national championship run, and, and that Florida game kind of meant that springboard thing. This, I'm just going into it for the fun, man. I The X's and O's of this game, like, there's so many guys out. Bob's thrown in there, weird coaching staff, the way it's going to be constructed, that... I'm just going in there to see Bob coach this game. Hopefully have some fun. Hopefully OU wins and everybody's feeling good at the end of the night. But I'm not getting too like I'm not wringing my hands like worried about anything. You know, I'm not Does that make sense? That is the kind of soft that sounds like something that you would I say. Hold left with Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> Are you going to have some wheat grass think, here in this commercial I think, break? I think Drake Stoops would be Jiminy awesome if he Christmas. had a touchdown in that game. That Bob's, you know, so coaching. Soft. Um, hey, I hope everybody just has a good time. No, I'm no, normally not like that, Maybe but I am. I'm like, there's, after the game. there's like nothing in me that's uh, like, oh man, I hope we see development at this position or I hope we see growth out of this guy. I, I'm just not going into this game with that. Part of me is wondering too, by the time we get there, hopefully we even play a game the way 
things are going right now with a lot of things. You know so, what we should check into? Let's see if the Alamo Bowl's handing out participation trophies. Well, that's for what both this is. I mean, it means nothing if you lose this game. So that's what I'm saying. Soft. It doesn't set you back next year if you lose this game. It does, half the squad's out. I mean, come on. It took just, I just want to see Bob. I just want to see Bob go out with a win. I want to well, see him, uh, you that's know, clapping the, the crooked pinky, and you know, that's what I'm talking about. Two that's things. Just, 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 I'm there for the fun, and Bob's fun. coaching a game and everything. Yeah, you know the fun about this. Uh, uh, two things. Oh, <laughs> uh, one, Listen you can feel that guy. way. Listen and, to this, guy. and we'll, f- and we'll feel that way right until uh, the crimson and cream runs onto the field, and you're gonna, you're gonna go. Well, we gotta win. This. No, I definitely right? want to win. That's what I'm, I, I definitely want. Oklahoma to win well, without a doubt. Pumping, uh, you'll see the ducks on the. Uh, you'll see that stupid duck doing push-ups on the sidelines, riding his Harley out onto the field. You'll be like, "Well, you got to win this game. The weight of the world rests on this game." But the more important thing is, you're going to see Bob Stoops on the sideline, and you're, you're going to go, "We definitely got to win this game." Yes, they've got to win this game for Bob, and I want that. They've got I to absolutely win this do. game for Bob. What I'm saying they is, they can't. There's bowl games in the past the, that I feel like was a springboard or, man, you need to show well here. I, that's not, like, if they do lose, I'm going to be upset. I don't want them to lose ever, and I really want them to win for Bob. But if they lose this game, I'm not going to look at it as, man, that's not good going into next year. I'm not viewing it that way with this bowl game. We need a break. Uh, Toby and TJ West Coast back with you when we come back, 748 in the morning. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. Step to the rhythm of a show, no winner, winner. I've been here before, yo, I ain't no beginner. But I've been new, tried and true. Survival to finish, yo, it brought me through. My crew talk, we're ready to strike. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Welcome back, brah. Sour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. The $8.99 listing fee with Terry Saxon. He discounts the rate, not the service, saving you thousands of dollars just because he's a nice guy like that. He could put that money in his pocket, in his bank account, and buy a bigger home, but he's helping you out, the home seller. Check him out on uh, SaxonRealtyGroup.com or Four zero five three six one thirty three eighty, Saxon S A X O N RealtyGroup dot com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I just got that back was from a, a, embarrassing last segment. By the way, I am. I am. Uh, I hope some of the listeners oh, sorry, I went all Toby rolling. I hope some of the listeners really come down hard on you here. Go ahead. I uh, just got back from my trip to England, and while there. Toward a Stanford Bridge, which is close to the home of Chelsea, the Chelsea uh, Football yep. Club, their locker room looks like a rural high school team's locker room compared to OU men's <laughs> basketball. <laughs> One of the richest football clubs in America in the world. Yeah. 
Merry Christmas, boys. First time not coming home for the holidays in a long time. Already missing some local cuisine like Sooner Dairy Lunch. That's from OU Architect. Big shout out to the people over at Sooner Dairy. I know they're big listeners to the show. Um, I hope you have a happy holidays overseas. I'm sorry that you can't come home, Architect, but uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. I hope you have a wonderful weekend with the family and friends. God bless. Ramona Rick. P.S. I will send you a picture, Toby, with the new grandbaby and his signed copy of Unhitch a Wagon. Your friend, Tony Rowland. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Thank you very much. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Ramona Rick. Uh, The the backstory there is Ramona Rick, when he sent payment for the signed book, sent it to Tony Rowland accidentally oh okay Which, by the way that there, there is one out there on this particular app and then realized his mistake well the tony roland out there accepted the payment jerk so he ended up like it was a whole rigmarole to try to get his money back from well, i'll just tell you it was venmo trying to get his money back from venmo to a payment he accidentally sent to a tony roland out there so anyway that's that's the story there <laughs> you're sticking to it uh, Brent Venables will win a national championship within the next five years. Hashtag TJ positive text it's from Dwayne and Norman. That didn't have anything to do with my last segment either. That came in at seven oh seven. So no, he's know. just you're saying Dwayne's always negative. Oh, just I got you. Yeah. Text. No, thank yeah. you, Dwayne. Yes, I agree with you. I think you're right, Dwayne. I think Brent Venables will win a national championship in the next five years. Not with the type of soft mentality TJ just put forth last segment, but with the hard-nosed Jerry Schmidt, we are a tough uh, program now mentality that's going to get it done around here. We're not going into this game Wednesday with Brent as the head coach. I mean, he's the head coach of the program, but Bob is the head coach of the game. And as we know, Bob is cheerful, joyful Bob. A lot of clapping will be going on. A lot of smiling. Not next Wednesday night. He He'll won't probably be. go find the Gatorade himself if they win and dump it on his own head. So, will will Bob wear a visor? Oh, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Completely shocked. He's got to wear a visor. Yeah. Da 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 da. Yeah. All right. Uh, if I bet North Bob, Texas, Bob will be Youngstown Bob next Wednesday night. Just all Steel into it. jawed, deterrent. Oh yeah, arguing calls, uh, ripping guys out of the game when they, uh, you know, when they jump off sides. Uh, he'll be back to his old Bob way. I don't know, new Bob. I bet he's over there. A flag gets thrown and he runs over and he'll pat the guy on the back and say, "Good call. I saw that hold too." What if they, like, for the pregame interview, you know, the sideline reporter always gets the two head coaches in the pregame interview? What if they, like, go down to, I don't know who's on the sidelines. I got it right here. Hang on. It is uh, Paul Carcaterra. What if they go down to Paul Carcaterra, pregame interview with Bob Stoops? Paul, you've got it. And uh, Bob's standing there with uh, a bottle of rock and roll tequila <laughs> yes. under his arm. I hope that's the case. Please let that happen. Get a little primetime advertising. Uh, 8 o'clock. We'll be back. Ever wonder why someone would leave the roads they know for places they don't? 
Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up.